John Hunt, and to my left is our special guest. Hi, I'm Jim Hammond. Thanks, Jim. Who's <laughs> Jim? Pre- <laughs> appreciate you coming by. The yeah. original Thanks. Human Torch! Oh, yeah. You on display. Who makes an appearance yeah. here in the old Captain America First Avengers. We could have done, like, a if we had actually done a watch along with this, there would have been plenty of stuff to talk about. I feel like there's all kinds of yes. trivia and stuff available on this one. 4F. 4F. For Fernal. Ferno. <laughs> all right. Whatever your name is. Just whatever it is. That's my North Dakota name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this is the. This is the first MCU movie that we're doing like a, a league versus on, if you can believe that. Really? Seems like every movie is a Marvel movie now, but I think so, right? Did we ever do one before? I don't think. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't well, so. I know that in the old format of the show, we had talked right. about Marvel movies, but we were never fighting it as in the verses. Right. In the verses. Although I feel you know, this is more you of a up in this bitch. What were you saying? <laughs> Sorry. You feel like this is more of the Wahoo? This is more of a team up. Right. I don't know. Um, like the opposite of Civil War. <laughs> it's, it's interesting, though. It's taken us this long to get around to a Captain America movie or a Marvel movie. And uh, this is early in the MCU. Yeah, if we had done it a month ago, it would, it would have been like the 10th anniversary of the. I know, we just missed it. It's still, we're in the year. It's still right? good. Still yeah. the 10th. Still the 10th. It's hard to believe. 10 years ago, yeah, the movie came out. Seems like yesterday that I was picking you up at the North Dakota station. No, I was it was really, really hot out that day because after I brought you back to the station, I was like, I'll stop and visit my parents on the way home. And their air conditioner had broken. Mm. And uh, I stayed for about five minutes and I was like, okay, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, if I ever just stopped by unannounced, they would always be like, what's wrong? You know, so everything all right? And I was like, I'm just saying <laughs> hi. It's like literally driving by your street. I, figured, I was in North you know, Dakota, figured I'd swing by. Yeah. <laughs> I was on Highway 101 and there's only like two streets off of it. So I stopped in. And instead, when I went home, that was when I still had a pool. I hopped in my pool, and my pool's temperature was like 86. <laughs> like, it was like, like that pool used to get, like, a lot of sun, and it was small. It's an above-ground pool, and it would just get, it would just be like taking a bath, you God. know? There's no pee in our cool pool. Yeah. <laughs> I got to jump out and cool off. And that was when I was, like, still really awesome, too. So, you know, you get out of the pool, and then you could see your reflection on the, the uh, you know, the screen door there, when you because we just the windows in all the time i was like you're looking fucking mighty fine captain america too once chris <laughs> evan leaves you could take over and then he left like 10 years later and i was like well i can't take over now look what's happened to me that was like when i thought i was gonna be really thought honestly i was gonna be robin in the batman movie oh yeah that's right and your mom was gonna drive her to the audition yeah, yeah. i was gonna i was gonna dress as captain america for halloween you know get this outfit and stuff and i was like i want to bulk up some more uh, I should have laid out. I could do sandwiches. this all day. <laughs> I make it sound like I'm like the world's fast no, man. You, you know, are like, <laughs> still pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah, it's just like super awesome. Then now I'm just like moderately awesome. So apparently, Haley Atwell, when she saw how ripped Chris Evans really was when he came, that's like kind of uh, ad libbing when she was like, "Oh," and she like touched his chest. Apparently, that's kind of like she yeah, almost she almost the take. It. 
Yeah. Because she was like, oh, damn. So She's like, I got the vapors. <laughs> I remember seeing them that day, though. I think this was the time. So I had just gotten out of the hospital. And I was very germaphobic because I had my immuno system. My immune system was compromised at the time still. And I was on very high dose of steroids. And yeah, you were awesome. You were awesome. I was weird. not awesome. I was fat. <laughs> like it made me it really gross. Weird. I was yeah. roid weird and like it made me puffy and it was I was a lot of steroids and not like yeah, not the good kind. Not that they're a good kind, but not the awesome kind. Yeah, but, not um, the kind that make you all yeah. jacked. So anyway, I took the train home and there was a, a our local professional baseball franchise here in North Dakota uh, had had yeah, a game North, that was getting North, out. The Gazungites. Yeah. <laughs> and the, so the train the was a tope. <laughs> the train was full and I was like, oh my god, I am going to die. I'm going to catch some germ and I'm going to yeah, die. Yes, yeah, this is back before we were all wearing masks everywhere we went. Yeah, no, it's true. I thought it was bad then. I mean, I, obviously I lived and it was fine. But yeah, I you did, made it. I had hand sanitizer even back then and I was like, <laughs> I better drink this shit. Yeah, seriously. But uh, I do, you know, I remember that summer because that, that summer was uh, we saw Thor X Men First Class in this one, oh, and it yeah. was a great it was a great summer for me to have these three movies. Just and it was great to, for me because I had been in and out of the hospital to get back and get out and see these movies. Yeah, when we were driving from the train station to the movie theater, that's when I realized that like the highway merges in a weird way at a certain point. We almost got sideswiped, so I always made sure to never be in that lane ever again. They since yeah. fixed it. Oh, good. Recently, but in the ten years uh, that was. But it's like, who takes who takes two splitting highways that merge into one and merge that lane together? That's just like a recipe for disaster. You're forgetting that we call them freeways out here in North Dakota. Oh, right. <laughs> well, you know, I'm I'm originally from Minneapolis, so right, we would right. call them highways there. Originally. <laughs> um, so anyway, here we are. We have Chris Evans who turned this movie down three times. And his so, uh, his casting was controversial at the time. They're like the Human Torch, right? That guy that was in that movie where he put whipped cream on his dick. <laughs> you know that movie? Uh, I don't know. Not another teen movie or something. Yeah. Yeah. He had done a lot of comic book movies, though. I don't know. I don't remember the order, but he was also in Scott Pilgrim, and he was in The Losers, yeah. and he was in two Fantastic Four movies. But it was Robert Downey Jr. who said, "After you do this, you can write your own ticket and do whatever you want." So he was a little shy, though, because it was six movies, like between this and Avengers movies. And he was like, I don't know. And but he did it. And and now he's a huge star because. Of yeah, that. he's huge. Huge. So, huge. Um, yeah. The end. He only got paid. He only got paid 300 grand to do this movie, though. <laughs> Can you believe uh, that? I make more than that. <laughs> I don't even know. I was like, is that a misprint? That must be three million. Right. There's no way they only paid him 300 grand unless he made back end points or something. I think the thing that Robert Downey Jr. said, yeah, you take a lower pay here, but then you can you can uh, ask for more on other films, you know, I because but he started off making less. And then by the time they did that last Avengers movie, he's like making fifty one million dollars. He made so much money on that right. movie. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. But Chris Evans is great. I, at the time, I was a little like, oh, there's no way this guy can. Yeah, I, I was. I was like, eh, it's all right, I guess. But I was always thinking of him as Johnny Storm as kind of the wise crack and whatever. But he nails it in this movie. He's perfect. I was always someone else playing him except me, of course. Well, yeah, yeah. Of course. trying to picture me. somebody like a little bit bigger, like um, almost like not The Rock, but. You know, somebody, somebody bigger. John Cena. I, yeah, I, I always pictured him to be somebody bigger, but, um, yeah, John Cena wouldn't have been a bad choice, actually. Well, I don't, but yeah, yeah, I think that he, uh, he, he, he came through local to North Dakota guy, uh, Chris Evans. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Sebastian Stan wanted to play Captain America, but they cast him as Bucky instead. Uh, so. Well, he locked out because that Bucky's a way cooler character. Uh, I, I think he's a cool character, although if you didn't watch Falcon and Winter Soldier, then how would you know? <laughs> I mean, just like from the comics and stuff. Like oh, the Bru I'm thinking Brew Baker. Well, I'm talking, about. I'm talking about it too. I, I want to say, um, I'll just say right off the bat here. Yeah, like as far as the, the Marvel 
movies. Like there's three Iron Man and three Captain Americas, and there's going to be a fourth Thor one. But I think Captain America is the his movies are the most consistent. He's got three solid movies. Yeah, I agree. Uh, in fact, yeah. I feel that this first one it came out to sort of mixed reviews, but I feel it's an underrated classic. Yeah, I think uh, I agree. Watching it I, recently, one of the things I I guess unlike the other movie we recently reviewed. Listen to our past episode about the the Suicide Squad. This has all the things that I love. It's got old time adventure kind of stuff. It takes place in the forties. I like World War Two like period too. action movies. Like me too. It, and it's Joe Johnston who got his start as like a production guy, like art design guy in the yeah, oh yeah. original Star Wars and, movies, and then he and went on Raiders of Lost Ark. Yeah. So I mean. That's he's the and guy. I'm, are you guys Rocketeer, Rocketeer fans? Because I I'm am. A, I am a Rocketeer yeah. fan. I love I, just the look of it. I'll say that yeah. for this movie too. The look of it. The I love the it. look of it. I do. Yeah. No, he's definitely. Uh, yeah. I mean, he. he, he, he there were a lot I, of people that they were looking at it at for directors, and uh, yeah, he was supposed to do a, a Hulk movie that got canceled or or something, or he backed out. I can't remember. In the nineties. I'm glad he got to set cap in world war ii like perfect for yes him. me too yeah, yeah. So well the original idea was to have like half the movie in world war ii then have him come back and have the second i'm half, glad, I'm glad they did not the that. way they did it although yeah. i mean this movie does end on like a super bummer i'd like it to is. quote um producer avi arat oh, uh, if yeah. i may oh actually absolutely. he's he's calling in right now okay let's get him on <laughs> It's Patrick. He's, he's in the waiting. Right he's been in the waiting room this whole time. Oh, let him in, Clay. Add him to the call. The biggest opportunity with Captain America. I can't even do it. <laughs> the biggest opportunity <laughs> with Captain America is a character is as a man out of time coming back today, looking at our world through the eyes of someone who thought the perfect world was a small town, North Dakota, America. Sixty years go by, and who are we today? Who are we? Are we better? Who are we? we to, today? Avi Arad. Uh, he's Thanks, Avi. The, the, the whiskey or something. Yeah. Thanks, Avi. That was. I'm gonna well, have to mute you. Having... He really is something, that Avi Arad. He really. Yeah. Uh... He <laughs> Thanks for coming on. And he, he left. He, he come back anytime. Out. You have something to plug. You never I've got the Bratz sequel coming out. It's about the characters. <laughs> the Bratz. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it, that that was the thing, as as Avi said, they were trying to uh, establish that pretty, uh, like that he is a man out of time. But you can't really do that when he's in his own time. So it was really the other two movies where right? they really yeah. home on that, or the other. I feel I feel it was like Anybody. really hit on it in the first Avengers movie. Yeah, I think Joss not Captain go. America, the first Avenger. I just mean the first movie that was called The Avengers. Yeah, Marvel's The Avengers. Which I is, feel is, like Joss Whedon leaned in on that quite a bit, actually. Is that your favorite cap suit? Was The Avengers? I always forget, Joss. We've had this conversation um, a million times. My favorite cap suit yeah. is, um, is Winter Soldier, Captain America. Right. Uh, my best. least favorite is Marvel's The Avengers. Capsuit. Mm. That one is just bad. So blue. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's like the material is real weird. Yeah. This one is cool. The ultimate this kind of good. version. Yeah, I like this one too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I actually had seen all the Captain America movie. Does this is back when I was, you know, a comic book in insider. Um, <laughs> I saw all the designs by accident uh, during a. Uh, a uh, thing with a comic book uh, professional creator who forgot he was sharing a screen. And so he was looking at all the designs and we were like, uh, is that for the new movie? He's like, oh shit, I totally forgot I was sharing the screen with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> nice. He's like, well, don't say anything. And yeah. he did. Well, I mean, what were we going to say? I saw a Captain America design. Right. Then, you know, I didn't do a screenshot or I wasn't recording anything. So, but I knew he was going to look good based on that so uh yeah he looks he looks like it would be a world war ii soldier you know what i mean it's it's it looks period uh authentic so 
it's funny too because I think the thing with Captain America is like the thing that they they handled very well in this movie because like there you could get kind of like you know and this is bef- before Trump and everything of course but like you don't want to get too like America you know what I mean because yeah, even too, yeah too patriotic too America too like America's the best ever and all that stuff yeah 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 you don't America's want to do that right. in fact in the 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 next movie they kind of goes the other way he's like you know but you guys are spying on us this isn't you know what we're supposed to be so right um the thing i think yeah they handle that well and they handle that he's you know pure like kind of innocent in a way mm-hmm. it it the winter soldier in particular made me like man of steel less because i was like this is how you handle superman you write him like this captain america you know mm-hmm. And I think as it went on, because then you get to Civil War and like he's even more gray or or I don't even know gray is the right word, but because he's red, white and blue. But, you know, I mean, he's even more like, I'm not just going to do what you're what you're going to tell me. I, I, I This is I have freedom, you know, like and I'm going to choose. And like and then he you find out that he knew that Bucky had killed Tony's parents and stuff, and he didn't say anything. And it's like, oh man, I mean, I, he's got some real chops. This character, they really did a good job over all the movies with yeah. Steve Rogers. Out of all of them, he was like, he's like the most fleshed out and the most like real, like a real arc, not just like overnight. Thor decided to be funny, you know. I mean, it was <laughs> right, fine, <yeah. laughs> but like, you know, if you look at it as like a real character arc, Steve Rogers has the most like to do, and uh, he's it's great. And it started here. And I, yeah, the scene I, I really like, you know, like when he's in basic training and he's like skinny and, and gross, like, and he's like actually still doing like good stuff. Like he jumps on the grenade and he figures out how to get the flagpole down without having to climb the thing. Yeah. It's, it's very simple stuff, but it's just like, oh, see, that's the stuff that makes Captain America not just like, yeah. he's not just this roided up dude. He's still too skinny. Right, he is, but that's why they pick him to be Captain America because well, one know. of the things I do wish they had done in this movie was have more with him and Professor Erskine or whatever his name is. Yeah, Erskine. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Who's good? I mean, nor, do you know what you think about how ridiculous that could be with that guy doing like a German accent? <laughs> I bought it. You know, I was I was in on it. it he said he'd never done a German accent. Well, he. For for me, maybe it's also because it's, you know, oh, it's the 1940s. Uh, here we go. Captain America is fighting them Nazis, you know. <laughs> maybe, like, that hey, show some respect. <laughs> That's right. Shut up. Um, I'm trying so, to enjoy the film. Yeah, I know. yeah it right. Like Steve Rogers was uh, was behind us while we were making fun of Batman uh, and Robin. <laughs> But yeah, maybe it was because of that that I, I was just like, oh no, it's fine. It doesn't, you know, his accent was fine with me. So yeah, I yeah he was fine, and, and he, I like. And he wasn't in it that much, although it no, been nice I, I would have liked him to have been in it more. And yeah. uh, the guy that plays the Red Skull that I can never think of his name because the whole, the whole time I was just thinking wow. he sounds like Sam Neill doing a German accent. <laughs> Hugo Weaving is his name. Yeah, and, uh, I, yeah I like him. I like him in the film, yeah. even though apparently he hated doing this, and that's why he never came back. He never really? came back. Never. Yeah, I, I guess he did not enjoy doing a comic book film. Hmm. Although, I think he came back and did a comic book film for someone else, but, you know. I mean, he did The Matrix. Well, yeah. like, it's not technically a comic book film, but, I mean, it's kind of, you know. And he was, Lord of the, he was in Lord of the Rings. He was in V for Vendetta, which is a comic book film. Yeah, see, and in, uh, what was that? movie about the uh drag queens in australia with general zod oh he was in Priscilla that? Queen in the desert. Queen of the desert yeah he was like well also i mean when he comes back in like the avengers the later movies and it's not him i'm like well i right. wish it was here go weaving i, I don't know i even do that every time or not right like, yeah, i only read later yeah you don't really know it. he was no, in fucking I, transformers I guess, like, revenge of the fallen like don't be like yeah don't be because i was all yeah. high Mighty, you can't come back for another Marvel movie if you're in a Transformers movie. Forget it. Yeah. Right. All right, that's ruined everything for you know. a good right, paycheck. That was, if that was obviously before this, but yeah. yeah, doesn't matter. Hugo Weaving, he's fine. He's good in this. As yeah, I like him. That and and I like the guy that plays uh, Armin Zola. Yeah. Toby, uh, what's his name? Something. I know I've seen him. At Toby Jones. Shows. Yeah, Toby I like Jones. him. He's good, and 
the whole cast is good. Tommy Lee Jones is Tommy Lee Jones. You know, crusty old yeah. Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> Seriously, he's, he's, But they, they, it's good that he's like that's the guy he's got to play the old crusty old general, you know, or colonel, yeah. whatever he is. Colonel, he's a colonel. Yeah, he's kind of like Meh. the scene. I like the scene where they they're questioning Zola and he's eating steak. I mean, yeah. that's just so Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, right? he's eating steak and drinking milk. I'm like, look, yeah, that's, just, that's a bad combination. Yeah, well, he offers it to. Yeah, Zola, he's like, he's I, like, don't I don't I don't yeah. eat it. But I, in this movie, like stylistically too, like just to go back for like a second on the Red Skull, like when they have the like the flashback of showing him getting like the the fake super soldier serum and his transformation and stuff. Like this movie, when at its best points, really reminds me of uh, obviously like movies like The Rocketeer, but like just very simple like good visuals that it almost reminds me of a movie that came out in the 80s like well, it just like has a good raiders feeling. of the lost ark as his as his sort of uh style guide if you will it was it really <clears throat> they really pulled it off i mean there, there's obviously like a bunch of stuff like that's new to it like with the with cap shield and and everything but mostly like all that old timey stuff just looks really really good yeah it yeah. lands for me i agree i agree the end uh, I'm good. <laughs> well, I think the funny thing, too, um, with that, kind of along those lines, not just stylistically, but also, like, I mean, the thing now, especially in Marvel movies, is to make the villain that has, like, the some reason that he's doing this. Like, oh, like, I want to... The universe needs a course correction with Thanos. Or, like, even Michael Keaton in Spider-Man's like, hey, my family, I need to do all this bad stuff. Like, Hugo Weaving is a bad guy. Yeah. He's, He's evil, he's just, and it's. I, I like they're, they're like, what's yeah. his what's his target? And he's like everywhere, you know. Yeah, you, you can't stop him, you know. And he's even gonna blow up Germany. Like he doesn't yeah. care. Like yeah, even I though like how it's they yeah. they take they say that like you know Hydra is like evil, but they splinter him off from saying like that he's directly like a Nazi. He's like, no, what they're doing over there, we we don't want anything to do with that. We're gonna be even more evil over here, and then they can be their own organization and then they can well, show this movie he, in germany he, and don't have to yeah. have it be related to the nazis he makes a uh he makes a, a raiders reference in the, yeah. in the movie where he's like hitler and his little trinkets out in the desert or whatever he says yeah he can try digging up his little trinkets out in the desert right a direct reference to raiders lost ark which is what they're doing looking for the lost ark it's so funny but yeah he's got his eyes his mind you know set on the tesseract he, which, yeah he's got his cosmic cube yeah, it's the Red Skull always used it in the comics. Yeah, yeah, make himself a gold armor and he'd be like Captain America, bow down before me. I've got the cosmic cube and I'm nuts. <laughs> before they called it something, before they called it the Tesseract. The Tesseract, yeah. I mean, I guess they just thought, like, we need a cooler name. Yeah, you can't so. call it the cosmic cube, that's just goofy. Yeah, it's, a, it's such a 70s kind it's of just way. It's so goofy yeah. for a guy named the Red Skull to be holding that thing. <laughs> they only call him the like, Red Skull like a couple times. Uh, the tesseract like how is that an infinity stone or is the infinity stone in it or something yeah it's inside yeah. it in, uh, in infinity war thanos just crushes it yeah it's like he he bought one of those like little baseball display cases that you put you know <laughs> signed autograph so yeah it's, yeah, it's yep. got the, the stone inside there i have one bill buckner it says oh World nice series, uh, 1986 yeah. oh there you go yeah good one good one to have <laughs> the funny thing is i mean the tesseract uh, like like I've said before, like that is it's it, they keep bringing it back. It's so funny that it's this it's the the thing in this movie and in Avengers and in Captain Marvel. Like it's like the MacGuffin in all three of these movies. Yeah. And then in our Avengers uh, Infinity War, like I said, it, it's just nothing. He just crushes it like it's nothing. So it's kind of neat. But um, yeah, it's it's I like I like the way they used it. Like to make to give Hydra like. Oh, yeah, cool guns. Cool, yeah, yeah, they're cool weaponry. Yeah. And uh, the other thing I would like Make to make a really cool car. Yeah, that yeah, is a cool car. Oh, yeah, not a scratch doctor. Um, <laughs> that was one of the things I did like about where he's like, How I can't fit in your rocket ship with him. And he gives him the keys. And you're like, Oh, he's not all evil. He's looking out for his little guy. Or, <laughs> yeah, take my cool car. You know, my cool <laughs> Nazi car with the Hydra thing on the front. Yeah, it's just like the uh, Batman '89 thing. It's it's too long. It's you could never take a corner in the thing, you know. Uh, it's not street legal. 
But you know, that's how they cars do. in the forties were larger. Though, you know, so it's true. Uh, one of the things I do also enjoy about this movie is its score, and I think I I don't have it. I didn't write it down. I didn't look it up, but I think it's Alvin Alan Silvestri did the score. If I'm I not believe mistaken. so. It is, yeah. And it's a nice classical John Williams style score, which you never all you hear are like Hans Zimmer style scores now in movies, which mm. like which like a musical like soundscape rather than actual like melodies and themes. But you can recognize the Captain America theme in this, and I I think in a couple of the Avengers movies, like they incorporated into into some of the cues. I so, think there's I also like, like an Agent the, Carter the, theme. The, there's like a yeah, a Cap and Peggy Carter kind of thing. Like, da, 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 da. like yeah, so. Yeah, no, it, it's very well done. It's very, it, it definitely fits with the. Yeah, it's 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 like an actiony '40s style score, but you know, modern recording techniques. So. Yes, it is Alan Silvestri, by the way. I really like the Captain America. Yeah. All the songs and stuff. about this movie. It's so silly. I do like it. We should talk about that when His USO tour is great and hilarious. And he gets to, well, two things about from the comics. He actually punches Hitler, a spoiler warning, in the stage show. But also, like, we create. If you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, they show kids reading that scene. Um, comic book that infamous captain america number one where he's punching the Mm -hmm. uh punching hitler but uh on the original jack kirby drawing i guess bucky's in it so they removed him for um the recreation Uh, of course because bucky is not he's not bucky Bucky. he's yeah yeah but he's not the army mascot which i'm like that's a thing a teenage mascot (laughs) uh it's like robin uh, there's a good yeah. nerd stink video all about uh, uh, it's like about an hour long about that cover and about uh, Jack Kirby and Joe Simon hating Nazis. Wow. I reckon yeah. I recommend it. Well, one thing related to that is, um, I guess, in production design, they did make a uh, one of those. I don't know what you call it. It's like the back of the penny kind of shields. But then they decided on going with the round yeah, the shield. shield is round. The shield is round. I, mean, I like how they had it though. That yeah, when he's in the USO tour, he's got the sort of like goofy triangular he has it, type. Yes, when he goes to rescue Bucky and his friends, right, right, that's right. Yeah, exactly. the red skull punches into it. You yeah. like dig a hole with that thing or something. You know, it's kind of like <laughs> a more traditional, like a uh, three hundred Spartan kind of shield. But yeah, it's a shield. But I do like so when he picks the he picks up the the round one the vibranium one round. I like so Peggy has just seen him kissing that other girl, beautiful lady. Yeah, that is um, the blonde. I believe that is what's her name from Game of Thrones. I forget her name now. Whatever her name is, Um, Judy Game Game of Thrones. Thrones, I think. Yeah, Judy Game of Thrones. That's exactly how it's pronounced. Uh no, I, it doesn't matter. So nobody's listening. But uh, so he, he and then she picks up the gun and just shoots it. Like after there's like a hint there of like funny like she doesn't know that that's gonna the bullets are gonna bounce. Yeah, imagine off. imagine if that didn't happen. <laughs> right, right. And then she killed Captain America on the spot out of a, in a jealous rage. Or if <laughs> if it ricocheted and killed uh, Tony Stark's dad. Yeah, and we wouldn't Alvin have Stark, whatever his name is. Howard, yes. Howard, yeah. yeah, then you'd have to get oh, Roger oh, Sterling to play him and all the other things. Maybe that's what yeah, happens in What If. This this guy, I can't remember what this the actor's name is that plays him in this, but he plays him in one other too, right? Dominic Cooper. He's in a yeah, couple. He, he yeah. plays him in Agent Carter. I think if uh, Tony Stark that he would have been perfect for it. He's like, because he's essentially playing the same character. I I didn't like John Slattery as much as in in the role. Yeah, the the old version. But it's it's also I like John Slattery and everything. But I I know what you're saying. Like it was kind of weird that they they could have just taken Dominic Cooper and made him look old, like they did with everybody else. You know. Did you guys ever watch um the Agent Carter TV show? Yeah, I liked the first yeah, season that a lot. Was fucking great. Second season, it's a little rough, I thought. But the first season was awesome. But why? I guess. A, no. I, didn't I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but why isn't, I don't know, it's, that's more my thing than the Marvel TV shows that are coming out now. To, like, it's the I, same thing. It's the same people. I don't, 
<laughs> no, I don't think it's the same though. Like, I, it just doesn't. I would like look forward to watching it every week, and then these new ones. Uh, just, I don't know. That's a whole other topic. Uh, maybe it's just a little fatigue, which I I understand. Uh, I understand that. I, I also want to just really quick. Dominic Cooper also played Jesse Custer on Preacher, which was also a oh. very good show. Yeah. I never saw that. Uh, check it it's, out. It's fun. I think it's like three seasons or something. So you could probably just. I've also it. tried to read Preacher like a thousand times and like read the first uh, grade I, and been like, I, uh, can't wait to read I the next one. I made it all one. the way through when I got really? back to comics in the first in like like two thousand and one or something. It's one of those like hundred issue like runs guy. or something, right? Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it from what I remember. I don't maybe now I wouldn't. I don't know, but at the time I did really enjoy it. The guy that ran the comic book store up the street from me kept going have you read preacher and mrs uh <laughs> mrs elder was like what is with this guy i'm getting sugar shock from him because he's just <laughs> cheery you know sugar shock. I, I i'm with you though clay i've tried to read it a bunch of times i've read the I've first read the trade, first like, trade like times. five yeah yeah same here oh, That's man, I, like i like wow. went right through it i was like this is awesome it's not like i don't like it i just have picked it up a few times it's like i have a swamp thing saga book too i've tried to read it a million times and I've just never done it. Well, it's a good show, though. I mean, I, I think they do, you know, just like with any uh, you know, comic book adaptation, it's different, but I think it's, I don't know, they do a good job. I like the show. He's a good actor. So, yeah, and he is a good actor, and he's good as Howard Stark. I like the, you know, obviously there's some, he is pretty much Tony Stark, like you say. I like when he asks Peggy Carter if she wants to get some fondue, yeah. and he says, do you two fondue and he didn't even know what that was like he had yeah, to tell him later yeah. it's just cheese and bread my man <laughs> <It's just cheese laughs> bread. one of one of the weird things though about howard stark is he looks to be what in his early 30s in 1940 whatever so he yeah. must have had tony stark late in life because uh robert downey jr is i don't know less than well, 10 years older than me at this point or well, i guess you can't point. go by the age of the actors because yeah, well, let's see. So in 1970, I guess was in Endgame when he, when Tony Stark had the conversation with his dad there, and he said she was pregnant. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, this, how old um, was Tony Stark? I do have, I do have the the real world dates uh, when this movie set is set. It's March 1942 to May 1945, and then of course in 2012. Wow. And then of course 2012. Yeah. Spoiler warning. Yeah, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, Captain America falls asleep and goes in the night. Wakes up but that is Capsic. a question I have. Did I miss something about why he couldn't just turn the plane around or why they couldn't land it? Yeah, Other than he's like, it's going too fast. No. I, I, we, we or why he couldn't parachute get... out or something? Yeah, no, well, like, he can't parachute he... out because it's going to well, yeah, bombs he's gonna, are gonna but, blow up all the city. But why couldn't he just? Well, he yeah, can parachute out. You just aim it at the water again and jump out. I don't. I don't remember either. And I was thinking like he could he survive, probably. Reason other than they were like, "There's no time. I gotta do it." Even though he's like, the put controls the water. Are, the controls. Yeah, how are does he get frozen the, in ice in the comics? The plane blows up, and yeah, he and he's on like the yeah, it's like the missile, and yeah, and he falls yeah. off. Yeah. So it's basically the dies. same. Then, then the submariner of. throws him away. Yeah, it's kind of weird. <laughs> weird. Throws but, them away. Sixties. It was like 60s, you should recycle yeah, your cat. Love good man. Yeah, this block of ice. Yeah, he he pulled a like a a a mini Durson from when he was a young child and threw his R two D two into the woods of being upset about something, and the uh, Submariner was like, "Oh, this Captain America's broken," and throws it six miles away. And then nice. the Avengers find him. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't. They don't do a great job explaining why he can't come up with some other way to yeah i do feel like the, that's like the weakest point of the movie is from there to the end because i did think about that yesterday when i was watching it and uh i didn't think to make a note about it but i yeah, it did cross my mind like what is he why does he have to be frozen but i don't get it at some and, point and sometimes you just gotta yeah like they're at the end of the movie you just, you gotta, just gotta accept it yeah, which got and like the, the filmmakers are probably just like, well, we just gotta go, we just gotta go, you know. And like, I've seen the movie only... like a thousand times and never thought of it until yesterday, so I don't know. Oh, I you were probably it... like, those two idiots are gonna pick up. Yeah, this you're thing. like, you're like, you now you're you're trying to put yourself in our mindset, and and you're like, what what horrible thing are they gonna bring up that would never occur to me? 
But uh and the other thing that I thought was a little goofy was when he wakes up in the present day and they're playing the baseball game in the radio and he's like, I was at this game. I was like, I was at this like if you played a game that I was at on the radio and some guy hit a single into left field or whatever i'd be like i don't know fucking you know, well yeah he, how would he know because he didn't listen to the radio broadcast he was yeah. at the game yeah whatever. it doesn't it was just a, and, then he, nice and then he way to, and then he jumps out of the room through the wall and i was like this is a little weird this is goofy but at the same time i'm like okay i'm gonna go with it because of where we get to where he realizes where he is I, I also that the picture... secret shield base is in Times Square. Why yeah, it yeah. seems like kind of not the best place. Yeah. For Look at <laughs> the, the Baxter building. The baseball thing right yeah. really, I think, kind of makes sense. Like when I when I saw it, like in the theater and everything, I was like, yeah, because he would be the kid that's like, paint really like feeling really lucky that he's he'd at the like, game. He'd be the guy and, that yeah, he'd and have scoring the it. And he'd be, yeah, yeah, because. Yeah. And when you're a little kid, like, and you're really into that stuff, you're really, really into that. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, like, I, I think I'm more just like, well, whatever. I mean, he remembers things. Maybe the Super they do say that Super Soldier Serum, like, enhances everything. You know what I mean? Like, it's everything. not just, just give you no, It also enhances your baseball fandom. I guess it everything. does. Or maybe your memory, you know? Like, maybe something like that just is, like, we don't remember things because we're not Super Soldiers. I forget everything. But if I had Everything? that serum, man, I would be. Maybe his they already dance experimented on you and it turned your head big. <laughs> I was on a lot of steroids. Well, okay. Let, I, on that note, I want to talk for a minute. Speaking of Falcon and Winter Soldier, which we were not on this podcast, but we should. Because that all up. relates. Which I, I guess you guys didn't watch. Or did you watch... Did you watch it, Clay, and just kind of yeah. weren't interested? Or, oh, okay. I mean, yeah, it, was, I was, it was... I think I'm in the same boat as Clay. I, I, I gotta won't. say, can I do an impression of you, John, or will you be offended? <laughs> I'm gonna do it anyways. Yes, go for it. I'm gonna do it anyways. It was fine. <laughs> oh my god, what? I oh, think you gotta be a little more low energy. You gotta go, yeah, you gotta take energy. it down. It was Yeah, because I've fine. spent... I, yeah, it was fine. Uh, <laughs> Because like you gotta imagine yourself getting up at five thirty and then sitting at a computer for like ten or twelve hours just doing that, and that's really the mindset I'm in by the time we get to this. So, I see. I see. So one more time, with 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 feeling or Let's with feel. lack of feeling. <laughs> Falcon Winter Soldier. It was fine. Perfect. Cut. Take. Print. Play, well, so Cut I the feel trick. like there's. I feel like they treat the super soldier serum differently. Cut. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that's cool. Like I didn't the hear super, what you said. They, treat, I, they, they treat the super soldier serum like it's a little different. You know what I mean? It's more like a, a drug. You know, like you take to get big, like steroids, which I was on. Yeah. But like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's not like this thing that the and obviously because it's not the same. This was a big thing, and and they can't. Because Dr. Erskine was killed, like they can't just recreate it exactly as it was. And that's all even Red Skull wants is to just everybody wants. That's like the huge MacGuffin in the Marvel Universe is to get more super soldiers. Right. Even time. Bruce Banner was working on that. Yeah. So, yeah. Ultimately. And that the abomination and all that stuff is all just people working on the super soldier serum. Not to be confused with the um, with the the low selling uh, early two thousand Marvel. Um, miniseries Ultimate MacGuffin, which was <laughs> where where cat uh, they got the look for Captain America from that. Well, that was yeah the Ultimate Universe. They were yeah that was a big thing. They were they were using that as like a in the comics. Of the I'm Ultimate glad comic. that they decided not to go with Ultimate Cap personality and and went yeah, he with was the kind of original a original flavored Cap, and not extra yeah. crispy Cap. Yeah. Extra crispy. Yeah, I don't, because I don't like that Captain America in Ultimate. Yeah, he's kind of a dick. He's yeah. a little too rigid. Yeah, he's a little too like. Well, well like the John Walker character in right? uh, in the in the Winter Soldier, Winter Falcon, and <laughs> Winter Falcon. And didn't that guy yeah, audition? He auditioned for this, right? Uh, or he, I don't know. He was, I think he was being um, vetted for this role um, around the same time. 
with Chris Evans and didn't get it. Well, they definitely wanted Chris Evans. That was the thing. Like they begged him and begged him and, and he was the holdout. But yeah, I just think it's funny. And there was that there are other times in the comics where they have addressed this. There was that storyline back in the 90s called Streets of Poison where Captain America started to sort of work on the drug problem. Wait, hold on. I need to put myself in the Hunt's uh, couch and yeah, watching yeah, you guys playing, play video games playing, while... Uh, Earthworm Jim. Okay, yeah. so go. Go again. Earthworm Sorry, Jim. I need to right. put myself in that mind. It won't be as exciting. Like that was the thing. And it was a really great storyline uh, back then where Captain America... And he actually, due to some kind of you know mishap and explosion, he actually did become infected with some drugs some street drugs and he kind of went a little but yeah the idea was that isn't the super soldier serum kind of just a drug and uh yeah it's kind of cool though moved in at some point wasn't yeah that was how they wrapped that storyline up he got it removed oh okay um he got like a blood transfusion and they took all the super soldier serum out and then they said we can put it back and he's like nah nah but i don't know and didn't it's he turn cool. old too? Is he old now, or did he turn old? No, I don't. At some point, Captain America turned old. Yeah, and then they try yeah. to make him into like uh, they try to make him into a woman, and then a werewolf, like a and all these other just things. Try to turn someone into like first of all, Cap, you're old. Here's our cure for you. We'll either turn you into a woman or a werewolf. Well, I don't think they were. I don't related. even care if, they, if like <laughs> that's not the order. In my mind. That is now the order that they went in. They're like, okay, well, that first one didn't work, but I got yeah. something else for you. How do you feel about uh, werewolfism? I think what they did was he was like stranded on another planet for like like fifty years, and that's how he became old. Okay. But it wasn't like him. Well, that it makes, wasn't like makes, they turned him old. You know what I, I mean? Like he he just, because he got drained of more. I don't remember. I have, as much as I like the character, I have not read the comic in years. I think he got old because he went back into a time travel story in Avengers Endgame that didn't make any sense and then came back looking like Joe Biden and he got to dance with Peggy Carter after she had already died in a different movie, but now it was the past, so she was still alive. Yeah, that's exactly it. So, and then he turned her her into the creature from the Black Lagoon. I mean, I would see if they made a fourth cap movie with him in the past, him and Peggy on an adventure. I would definitely see that. I'd be down for that. Yeah, I would too. So he would have to be like espionage Steve Rogers. Right. Because he couldn't be like yeah, be Captain America. Right. So, but I mean, yeah, I would totally see that. They're going to make another but, Thor. They can make another one of these. Um, but here's the problem, right? If he goes back in time and is never Captain America in the present day, how does anyone remember who he is now? That's not how Marvel, I don't care travel how works. Marvel time travel works. It doesn't make any sense. Not that it makes it. You can't, but don't even think about it. It's kind of like, oh, he remembered the game. It's best to just, just yeah. be it's like, like the Austin Powers time travel explanation. He's like, oh, my eyes went crossed. And then we're like, yeah, baby. Suggest you don't think about it. And that goes for you too. And they look at the camera. It's, yeah, it's kind of like, and they never did. You know, it's like, <laughs> Like, just repeat to yourself, it's just a show. I should really just read like If you're going to, like, establish that as a main part of your story, it should kind of make sense. I, I mean, yeah, it probably should. I mean, I guess it they make sense to you, and I'm just, I'm just, I'm just a, an idiot. Not By it. the end of that movie, I was entirely checked out and bored. The, you know, like, the end of- was on board with hating that movie. At the time, but now I like that movie still. I don't know. You guys are just you know, whatever. It's Clay and John. I know how I feel. I just try to turn it around every once in a while. I like it. Subvert an expectation. See, it's like James Gunn. <laughs> yeah. Go listen to our Suicide Squad podcast, which we just finished twenty the minutes ago. Suicide Squad. The Suicide. But, yeah. Hulk did try to explain it by saying that when you go into the future, you're or when you go into the past, it's your future. You know what I mean? You're not going into the past. You're going into it's you're still in your you're still living. It's not like Wolverine getting put into his young body in days of future past. It's a different thing. You know, it's different time travel. I don't like it. It's a, it's a, it doesn't make any sense, time travel. 
you know, whatever. It does, it does, I feel good. like it was fine. I was fine with it until I saw Loki, and now they're like, oh, the time keepers are gonna they're gonna come because I feel like they would have totally been fuck you. even though they didn't really they weren't real. And if you don't finish Loki, you you'll never care about this. But yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. Well, there you go. It kind of throw it all into. It threw a monkey wrench into the whole thing, I feel like, but whatever. I feel that our time travel stories with our comic book character, the secret monkey, made way more sense. <laughs> <laughs> and like I intentionally made it so that it wouldn't make much sense, but and it still made had some sort of, sort of logic than this did. So. All right, well, okay. Anyway, monkey that, that monkey wrench the system, monkey wrench the system, you guys. Yeah. That's all well, I can say. Yeah, Speaking of do. monkeys, I do want to say I like the scene where Captain America is doodling and he's drawing himself as a monkey. He's got, he's got some skills. Which is a callback to uh, when he was an art. He was an artist. Steve Rogers is an artist. In uh, I remember. He comic. gets a job at Marvel yeah. Comics. And he's, he draws Captain America. Yeah. I was cool. watching some video and it said that they... In one of the movies, like Cap has his own office, and like that's like framed up in there. Yeah, I I, I did see that in one of those uh, YouTube uh, guys things. There was a lot of Easter eggs and little subtle nods in this movie. That first of all, like they find the when they, where they where the Red Skull finds the cube. There's like a picture of the World Tree, which is a, a Norse thing. They they make references to the Norse gods in that scene, and that's the same thing. Thor talks about the World Tree in to Natalie Portman in the first Thor movie. It's I don't know, it's all very cool. Like I think yeah, that's, that's great. how the uh, the World Tree is like all the different realms, the Jotunheim and yeah. all that. Midgard right. is is Earth. Right. I, I, I feel know, like I'm the only person that ever paid attention to those two <laughs> first two Thor movies. I like the first Thor movie. I did like the thir- first Thor. Yeah, I just don't like uh, the second one. I don't know. Maybe it... I've never seen it at, since the since wow. the World Tree so... stuff in that too. But um, there's like a lot of obviously a lot of lines that get used again when he's like, obviously I could do this all day, and then at the end of Endgame when he says you're taking all the crazy with you. That's like a line from this movie. There's so, uh, it's just so crazy. Like how much I didn't even realize until just recently, how much stuff gets like used from this movie in other Marvel movies. Well, what's funny is watching sort of like making of and stuff and interviews with Kevin Feige, like from around this time, like before all of the, before even the Avengers was out, like, you know, cause they make these movies, individually and they do have like a plan but um but this was really this was the fifth marvel movie i think in the mcu somewhere in there uh, yeah maybe and uh so it's like it's just it's funny to go back and and watch kevin feige talk about this stuff and knowing all the stuff that's gonna happen basically yeah i mean they made some like the 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 movie that came out after this was avengers right the the end credit like stinger thing, post credits thing is the scene from the Avengers. Trailer. I don't know. I didn't watch through the credits this time. Around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the scene where he says, uh, "You know, you got a mission for me, sir." And he's like, "Or you want me to back in the world?" And he's like, "Trying to save it or whatever." Yeah. Yeah. There's kind of two. Like one of them is just the trailer for Avengers, and then after that is when he's like punching, punching bag, and it gets yeah, knocked it clear across the room. Yeah. It's amazing though. Like I guess they re- this is when I think they started really formulating like, oh, we could do this. We could do this all day. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And then like, yeah, it's like the Peggy Carter show, Agents of Shield, like I think had some stuff uh, too. And though this was a uh, Marvel production, it was also a Paramount Pictures production. Yeah, I was, had I, right. I'd forgotten that when when oh. they showed the Paramount logo at the beginning. Mm. They, uh, Which is how everything it. was. Remember that? Like, what, yeah. you know, yeah. you'd watch like X Men or Spider Man or Incredible Hulk or or whatever. Like, they would they would be by other studios. Yeah, yeah. But after this was the last one. You know, Disney did everything starting with the next the next one. So from there, the horses were out of the barn. It just was Marvel, 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 Marvel. 
<laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I really like this movie. I think at the time, I, I was a little like, I was like, okay with it. But Mrs. now I'm Mrs. Okay. Elder, this was her favorite of all the Marvel movies, and I believe it still is. Wow, there you go. Yeah. I think she liked the World War II thing. I think she liked Chris Evans because she was a big fan of all those 80s movies that you and I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like Raiders like Lost Art. Yeah. Uh, so she really liked that one. And, and then she sort of felt like the other ones became more of Avengers movies and Cap wasn't the main focus. Yeah. Well, and though, though it's not as big of a time travel story as Back to the Future is, like, there's. There's shades of, in the production and in the story and everything, shades of Back to the Future stuff in here kind of too. Like, it harkens back to that movie, I guess you could say. Yeah, definitely does. Like, I think that is a, a cool thing. And I'm glad they didn't do, like, half in the present and half in the past. I'm glad they just did the whole thing, which was kind of a gamble in a way, but they pulled it off. And, uh... At the time, too, I also had wished they hadn't killed Bucky so quick. Mm. You know, I was like, wow, they they didn't even make it through a whole movie before they, they got rid of them. But, you know, then in the sequel, they right. bring him back. So I guess it makes sense now. But at the time, I was like, wow, I feel like we could have had some more Bucky time. Yeah. yeah. But at least he's got, he died in a in basically what I like to call a, a train fight. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He must have been psyched. Oh, <laughs> one of the classic I, best train fights ever. I, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, it would have been uh, Snowpiercer movie that he did. That takes place on a, a train the whole movie, right? That's like um, that's the equivalent of uh, me trying to read that uh, that preacher comic. I've tried to watch that a couple times too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess more a little more Bucky to show their friendship and stuff would have been yeah would have been cool. But you know, you gotta move. It's, you gotta, sometimes you gotta move, and then yeah, where time. It, it was fine. It I remember when we in. saw Winter Soldier on my birthday or around my birthday that year, and well, the mask gets like knocked off. The people in the theater were like gasping that, oh my God, that's Bucky. You know, like I was like, wow, I didn't think anybody oh God, knew or cared. Yeah, that's like, it's pretty cool actually to think about Sebastian Stan has put a lot into it. Like he really, like he studied a lot of World War II movies for this one, and then he went. When you watch like the making of stuff they have for Falcon and Winter Soldier, he really like he's really into the character, and it's a, it is as you say at the beginning, Clay. It is a great. He maybe he lucked out because he got to play a character with a lot of layers. Um, yeah, he's like the. I mean, he's like a more. It's not like I dislike Captain America, but like I, I just think of those Brubaker comics, and then I basically picture Sebastian Stan as he plays him to be that character. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of like Falcon Winter Soldier, where he's in therapy, like mandated therapy. But he goes, I love those scenes with what's her name, the woman from the '80s with the goofy curly hair. Yeah, I can't <laughs> I forget her, her name. name now. Working girl and stuff. But yeah, I mean, like the scenes where he's in therapy and he's trying to work through like all the bad stuff he did. It's pretty cool. And and I also yes love those Brubaker. He's got comics. more red in his ledger than what's her face. Heat. Than um, Heat ledger. Black Widow. Yeah. yeah. Which in the comic book they were uh, they were knocking boots back then. Yeah, did stuff together. That they fought too. <laughs> I mean, I think everybody or or comic fans of the Brubaker, everybody fondues at Black Widow. No. <laughs> uh, but but comic fans that uh, would like to have seen that Captain America, but it's not like they could just like skip everything and like, oh, Bucky's Captain America. Well, they could have <laughs> done it on the show. I mean, they could have done it on the show. That is, they could have. I, I think they did a good job. I think they did a good job that he was kind of like, eh, like I like he... the MCU winter. So I, I, they're definitely apples and oranges, but, but you know, the good things about what makes Bucky great in that comic definitely shines through and everything that Sebastian Stan researched. And he, I guess he watched like band of brothers a bunch of times and stuff. So mm-hmm. I like that. But I, yeah, I think he like, he touches upon it a lot. Like the shield represents like cap to him. And when like at the beginning of Falcon winter soldier, where Sam Wilson's just like, nah, I, I don't, I don't want this. He's like, you you know, you totally turn your back. Like he gave it to you. You should have, like, I think 
Bucky had to be Cap, he would have. But I think he was like, hey, yeah. he gave it to you. You need you need to man up and, and do this. I, I thought it was cool. It's like, a whole thought, different set of circumstances in the movies than the comics. So, yeah. To, for the takeover thing, you know. Remember, remember in the old days that they say only two characters stay dead, Uncle Ben and Bucky. Right. I'm sure they brought back Uncle Ben right? or Gwen Stacy. Didn't Gwen Stacy was yes. another one? Because they did. Yeah. It was something. Yeah. Oh God, that's the worst. Yeah. Overall, let's not talk. Let's not dwell on the negative. Yeah. Let's. Why don't we wrap it up? Give we our scores. Have... What's it's better than? What's it's worth? What's it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm so so sorry for introducing that because when it came to me, I I didn't even know. What to say? Uh, so I you wanted us to great. do it, and you didn't have an answer for yourself. Well, you, yeah, yeah. You well, I wanted to, I wanted you to answer. place it. I wanted you to place it for me on the on the big whiteboard that we have in front of us. But yeah, I, that makes sense. I like that. Uh, I don't know. Like this is a very uh, it's it's hard not to give it an A, but I feel like A is reserved for like bestie best bests. Yes, yeah. so, B plus. King Kong versus Godzilla. King Kong versus Godzilla. That's an A plus. <laughs> I mean, you can I give know. it an A. Look at I can give it an A. You want it, but not an A plus. But I will give it an, a solid A. It is a like it's I a gave. Fun um, movie that I'll watch I give that to Batman eighty nine? I gave it an A. It wasn't an A minus. It wasn't an A plus. It was solid A. All right. Well, I mean, I guess I'll give this a solid A. Yeah. And like I said, I watch all the Captain America movies over and over again, and never, probably never get tired of. I mean, probably would get tired eventually. Do you want me to place it now? Is this a thing we're no, gonna no, do? No, no, no. Don't place don't it. Place it. Don't uh, I want to hear you place it. Oh, John wants to hear. Yeah, I'll place. I'll, I'll place it. I'm just curious. It's better than like. Uh, I'm, uh, okay, should I say? I'm going to say worse. I'm going to start on the worst note. Um, it's probably worse than uh, I don't know. Like I, I really liked Infinity War. I'll say it's probably worse okay. than that one because that one has everybody and they do a good job of getting everybody in there. But it's better than. Well, a lot of it's really good. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's hard to say. It's better than like I'll say. Uh, I didn't even want to like say like well Iron Man two because I didn't really like Iron Man two at all. So that's like way down the list. Just to show how much of a good movie it is, it's probably it's probably better than Jesus. I don't know. I'll say the first Avengers movie. The, the yeah. Movie. Okay. I'll agree. Oh, there you go. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll give my score here. I give it an A minus. <laughs> and it's uh, it's what are we starting with worse than it's uh, you do you. It's worse than the first Iron Man movie, but better than the third Iron Man movie. Mm-hmm. Very very good placement. Oh, that's very good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with Durson. Uh, oh, unless you have any other final thoughts. Uh, no, I, that's yeah. I. I thought I was just giving my rating and my placement. Okay. Uh, so I, I will concur with Durson's solid A. And mm-hmm. uh, I would say that it is say that it is better than both of the last two Avengers movies combined. And um oh. and it is worse than why don't we change worse Winter than Soldier. to not as good as? Yeah, it's, worse it's, than... It's, it's not as good as Captain Winter Soldier. All right, there you go. Okay, very good. So, well, but I I am combining those last two Avengers movies as one thing. That's fine. I can I can see that. You know, it's technically a... It was sort of a part one and part two thing. All right, well, so there we go. Three very good votes. This yeah. is a rare occasion, I think, for us. Not always. I mean, normally we're pretty all right. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, but, I'm yeah. sorry about the Batman rating again. Still, no, it's okay. Don't no, be it's, sorry. Hey, hey, it's you know, hey, that's all I can say. I feel like hey. my relationship with Clay has changed since I gave that rating. No, it's um, <laughs> that flaming bag fine. of poo we left on your on your front step is really. Yeah, I don't even I mean, know where this guy lives. <laughs> no one does. Yeah. That's true. No one knows where he lives. Mysterious. But if you listen, you can. It's like Springfield. If you, if you pay attention to the details, you can figure it out. But uh, but don't. No, you should be. You should always be 
true to yourself and give a rating that you believe in and not worry about what yeah be true and i stand behind my c or whatever i gave batman 89 yeah right. very well all right cool i guess listen to our uh batman 89 podcast if you want to hear what we what ratings we gave it and then uh, this listen is our to first it. mcu one like as you said so uh probably more to come most sure. likely uh most but yeah uh, I mean, in any anything else we said, null and void. Any any other times we reviewed this movie, just ignore it and listen to this one over did and over again. Do it when it came out. I'm sure we no, lost. I'm sure we probably talked sure about it. it. Yeah. Well, some of those episodes have been lost. Yeah, to don't time. go looking back yeah. for that stuff. Missing. Like you would go and dig up old James Gunn tweets. You know. <laughs> yeah, please don't. <laughs> Seriously, please don't ten years ago. So we've done. You know, things yeah. change. Indeed. Maybe we you got just think this older. movie was just. Fine. Yeah, we but, probably yeah, thought it was, it was okay. fine. It was fine. But I think we I, all no, I liked it back then. Way better. Yeah, I think I think we uh, yeah, it's it's fun. So yeah, that's about all we got. Thanks for listening. Check us out on Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. If you're on i app, they don't call it iTunes. Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Uh, no. Leave Amazon a review podcast. and just leave five stars and don't say anything else. Yes, leave five star. Leave five star and Iceman. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening and we'll see you chumps Marvel later. Team up. Forget to suck uh, all day off in the jaw, whatever. <laughs> I was trying to come up with the line, but I I blew it. I blew it. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, I will I will quote my favorite act, one of my favorite actors in this movie. Uh, Neil McDonough, who plays Dum Dum Duggan, which I forgot to mention. I wanted to but... bring him up. He's Wahoo! much of a hurry, I thought we could stop off in Lucerne for a late night fondue. Stock is the best civilian pilot I've ever seen. He's mad enough to brave this airspace. We're lucky to have him. So are you two? Do you... Fondue? <laughs>